Roman. Ed, what's up? What's up, man? How you doing? Not much. <laughs> Finally got around to doing this, and I don't know. I, I think I've been waiting for a few minutes, but. Sorry, man. I was yeah. uh, coming. I was running home right now to catch you. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, what, you were still at that barbecue? Yeah, man. I was killing some. Knocking. I was hunting some drinks. Hunting some drinks and some some burgers. Ah. Uh, <laughs> How you doing? Yeah, good, man. Good. Finally healthy. I do. It's the first time having the flu this week. Oh no shit. Yeah, my uh, immune system was wrecked. It's terrible. I finally, you know, healthy today, and I worked out. It was a little slow, but man, yeah. that flu ain't no joke, dude. Though it's it went through here about a few weeks ago, and it leveled me, bro. It leveled me for a week. Yeah, I was down for a whole week. I, you know, I've only had stomach flu, and you know that passes in a day or two. But this was terrible. Yeah, dude, it was legit. It was legit out here. It leveled pretty much everybody. Hey, like, can I, you I, uh, can you edit the beginning of these? Um, I think so. Should we do like a? You know, what we got to do is we got to get like a like an intro song or something. Do you have one of those? Uh, there's a way to put little jams in, but like that, that, that. Let's write the sports buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, well, we have to. Um, what would I do? I think I have to get a um, uh, like a Apple Music thing or something. Okay. Well, we'll check it out. Let's fucking. Yeah. Well, should we it, fire it, away, or what do you think? I think it's time to fire away. So, uh, first things first, OJ's on Twitter. OJ? Oh, the juice is loose. What What was his? Uh, was today's first tweet? Uh, yeah, he put out some videos, like, you know, this is the official OJ Simpson Twitter. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's, like... Others uh, in it. Maybe I should try to. Um, for our, I think we have 33 listens. I don't know how many, but you know, for the handful of people that listen to this, if yeah. you want to follow OJ on Twitter, it is the real OJ32. So, that's, a good, that's a good Twitter handle. I'm, go, I'm glad there could have been a lot of other Twitter handles. Oh, I'm yeah, dude. Well, oh, people are dying. <laughs> People what is he dude, to tweet about like I feel like every one of his tweets are just gonna break the internet every time. Oh, they have to. Like this guy, I put it this way: this is how savage the internet is. People were tweeting him stuff like, "What do you think about the new uh, Bronco coming out?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, there was, you know, that's good. I wonder so, what he thinks. That new Bronco looks fucking awesome. Have you seen it yet? Dude, I hope he gets a free one. No it looks shit. pretty dope. I mean, it, it looks way better than uh, the blazer that they're trying to uh, hash out on Chevy's end. You know, that piss poor design. They're just making it look like a gay Tahoe. Did you, Have you see seen the that? photos? Like the the there's like a photo of the new Bronco, but it has like um, like stickers on it, so you can't see what the actual like what the actual car looks like. Have you seen it yet? Yeah, you know, I, I've seen what it's going to look like. It looks neat. Dude, I it think looks it's cool. A, 
Yeah, it, was it looks cool clean. But the Bronco was always dope, though. I mean, yeah. I feel like, like they kind of domesticated it, though. What do you think? What do you think that uh, that commercial is going to be like? You think they're going to use the OJ footage? Oh, dude, if they want to make money, they're like, <laughs> if you want to off road or run from a crime, <laughs> you want to run from the law, Ford Bronco. <laughs> Dude, so signing on to ESPN right now, first big, big uh, deal going on. Did you see this yet? Anthony Davis is a Laker. Dude, Anthony Davis as a Laker, as probably should have been way back when already, right? Yeah, I I, I just kind of don't really like how um, it comes at a cost of trading like the whole team. Mm-hmm. Let's see what the details are. Are you are you familiar with? Let's see where they're sending. Uh, I know Ingram, Ball, and Josh Hart. Right, are in yeah. on that deal, including and then I think, fourth round selection and the NBA uh, draft coming up too. Uh, four first round picks. Oh they no, the, it says the number four overall selection. So that they're taking. Oh they're, yeah, it's traded their first yeah. round. Yeah, which I thought is a little bit. Uh, I mean, they got to have something up the sleeve because you can't, you don't just go making deals like that assuming, all right, now we're going to have Kyrie come here because the thing is, you know, obviously the uh, unattractive uh, asset or a little player in Brooklyn for Kyrie is obviously D'Angelo Russell. You know, nobody wants to go play with the snitch man. It seems um, like that he says he's willing to sign in Brooklyn too already. By the way, oh yeah, I'm, and the thing is, if he signs in, as soon as they sign him, D'Angelo's already cut. So that that's an attractive piece to him, and nothing's clear cut. But um, I mean, I I hope they can get. Uh, I mean, Kemba Walker's uh, apparently available, and uh, like I said, Kyrie's in free agency. I don't think. Uh, Kawhi Leonard's going anywhere. Really, really, it, that was interesting because I thought of all of the people who could, who might end up in LA, I would think Leonard would probably be the dude. It's, I, I mean, how do you leave uh, Toronto at this point? You know. Well, I mean, like, if, you, if you're the the big guy, you know, like Toronto needs him. Yeah, that's I, what I'm. He played so good. I mean, he played exceptional. Outside of the fact that Golden State had so many injuries, he played exceptional. Yeah, he, he was great. I mean, it took that team all the way through, and they got it done. I mean, this guy even shot his, uh, his free throws that could have easily uh, turned into, I mean, if he just mistakenly – turned it had he missed one of those what happens if the ball bounces towards one of those golden state players and they just hurry up get it away and off to the other side of the court three-point shot right there yeah golden state's champ so that you know that last second foul and i didn't really catch all the uh the audio on that was he like trying to really shoot those free throws I'm not positive. I, I didn't watch the last game, to be real with you. But um, oh. I, I was watching the, the games leading up to it, and Leonard was playing great. Yeah. it's uh, Yeah, I, I mean, I saw the last 
nine seconds of that game, and that's probably about the only nine seconds of the finals I watched. I don't think it to was honest real, like uh, I don't think a lot of people were really motivated to watch these finals. I think Golden State going every single year is kind of like it's going to put people off from wanting to view that shit, you know. Especially it, if you're yeah. unless you're a Golden State fan, which if I mean, let's be real. When, when I was growing up, Golden State was probably the worst team in basketball. Nobody wanted years. to be like you'd say Golden State. You know, you'd make fun of kids and say that their I don't, you favorite team anybody. was. Golden State. Anybody saying they like Golden State. And now, you know, all these championships later, everybody's a Golden State fan. Yeah, it's funny because it's like I said, when you were a kid, you would make fun of the way you made fun of kids and saying, uh, John's favorite team is the Clippers or is the Warriors. I don't even think half the people in school knew who the Warriors even were. The Ultimate Warrior. That's the yeah, that was about it. No. <laughs> that was before he was given instructional fitness videos shouting out at people <laughs> in rock bands <laughs> dude so so what do you think about anthony davis in la is this going to be a successful uh successful move for the lakers i think it could be um i mean because uh what did he really do down in new orleans well he was a dominant player, but I think that with New Orleans, I mean, he was pretty limited on what he could do. Their team was not very good. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's going to be an interesting thing just to see, uh, you know, how all of a sudden you get a ball passed from an all-star, you know, superstar. So it's interesting to see what happens in there. You think he's going to uh, work good with LeBron? Uh, he has to. I mean, if he does, I mean, that'll be great. Um, if he doesn't, obviously, that means we traded we, like I'm part of the team. Uh, that means they traded, you know, half the team away for, what, another trade? Yeah, um, I think that the uh, – weren't the Lakers going to give up more during the season for him? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what kind of brought on a lot of that drama. And Yeah, oh, totally, yeah. And you a know, lot of, kind of uh, Ingram, Ingram I'm, I'm, I didn't see him play very good during the year, but I didn't keep up with all the games. Ball, though, I felt like Ball had some good hustle. Oh, Ball's very underrated. He played exceptionally well, and I think uh, it kind of shows just how unappreciated he went, but that's all his dad's fault. Because you take his dad outside of the picture, and um, I mean, you 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 just look at the basketball player Lonzo Ball, and you're like, man, this is, this motherfucker is the motherfucker. No, he's good, dude. He's a hustle. He's a grinder. I like him a lot, and um, he'll probably do good in New Orleans too. Because uh, New Orleans has uh, what's that dude Holiday? That guy's a grinder too. He's a really good player. From yeah. the, at the Pelicans, he's a, he's a really good player also, too. So I think the, the trade works out good for both. I think both teams are probably going to benefit from this. New Orleans is going to have some guys who are young, who are good fighters, and um, the, the Lakers are going to come up with another superstar, which is what they want, and that's probably what they need to compete anyways. Um, the only thing is I feel like they're still another player away from really having a team, <laughs> you know, because – well, I don't know, man. Anthony Davis and LeBron James, that sounds like that's two big guys who can shoot, you know? 
Yeah, I mean, we, let me just take a look at this here. Because I need more details on Anthony Davis, to be honest with you. It's probably the most uninformed sports podcast ever. That's what happens. <laughs> That's what happens when you put a couple of uh, knuckleheads literally in, in charge of a podcast. One in LA and one in Boston. <laughs> no, Anthony Anthony Davis can play for sure, and he's he's a power forward and a center, dude. He's a big dude too. Yeah. So that that would be really good. Um, but I still think they need another. They, he's they need six ten. He's huge, man. He's huge. He's huge. And the other thing too is I think he's hungry because he's been stuck in New Orleans. He's been a big talent in a small team, so he's essentially been the big fish in a small pond. And I think he knows his worth is like he's probably just as good as all of these great guys, you know, that are that are getting a lot of. Uh, um, you know, just press and, and people talking about him, but he's stuck in, in New Orleans with like a nothing team. Yeah, so, I'm going over everything, and he's a six-time All-Star. He's an All-Star MVP, three-time NBA All-NBA first teamer, dude, NBA All-Defensive first team, NBA All-Defensive second team, three-time NBA block leader, NBA All-Rookie first team. I mean, that's just his pro thing. I'm not even going to read the uh, the college stuff. No one gives a crap about that. It's not like – Well, he, you know. he went to the NCAA championship with Kentucky, right? He went – Yeah. I don't know if they won, but I do remember him actually going to the finals, which is a big I think, deal. I mean, in NCAA. Uh, they won. Yeah, they won in Kentucky. But it's not like, you know, how in uh, football you just go, oh, yeah, Carson Palmer won the Heisman Trophy. Like, that sticks with you. Even right. when you're in your 30s, like, oh, the Heisman Trophy winner out. Right. It's like, they don't you really know, have that for NCAA basketball. Yeah. But it's he like... was, when he was getting drafted, it was people were willing to make trades. I mean, I remember him being like uh, somebody that they were really like, a lot of teams were interested in Davis. And, and it was probably because his size and his ability. I mean, that's, that's one of the things that's like, it's easy to get, well, I guess it's not easy, but to get a player who plays good, right? You can play multiple positions, you can shoot, but then you make that dude six foot 10 and now he's all, uh, all of a sudden unstoppable. I mean, that was like Will Chamberlain right there. Like Will Chamberlain could play all over the court, but he was also huge. He was so much bigger than everybody. He could just use that distance and that fucking, just to stay outside, you know? 100, yeah. 100, 100 points in a game, you know, you got to be what I don't know. Well, let's see what how tall was Will Chamberlain? He's got to be like seven foot two or something. I think he was seven three. He's Wilt the Stilt. Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain. Seven foot one. Seven one? Yeah. Let's see. And how tall was Shaq? Do what do you? Sha- hey, Shaq was like seven two. Tell me this: Do you know Walt, Walt Chamberlain? Will Chamberlain's got a few records. Well, I know he has like the most points in an NBA game with a hundred. He does have a hundred. Do you know what his other record is? That's really notable. It's not about. Um, it has nothing to do with basketball at all. Uh, Will Chamberlain claims that he slept with ten thousand women in his life. Oh, that's a damn lie. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't even 10,000 people alive when he was Wilt Chamberlain. That's one of his claims to fame. That's one of his like things that he like was adamant that he uh, 
I don't know. I wasn't around when, in the 70s, so I don't know what that was When he was, like. was alive, there wasn't even 10,000 people in the world. Get <laughs> out of here. Your wife's laughing at that, isn't she? Yeah, my wife's laughing right now. <laughs> but I'm used to her laughing at me, so press forward. I don't know if that's a good goal either, too, you know? <laughs> that can't be... I mean, you got to, there's not even, you know how many ugly people there are that are like in that mix? Oh, dude, if you slept with 10,000 people, at least half of them have to be hideous. Oh, dude, the trolls in there. It's got to be <laughs> terrible. He's all over here. Uh, look at my numbers. I'm like, no one cares. <laughs> that's like, it's like his shot. That's like his points in a basketball game. I guarantee you half those shots were ugly as fuck. Well, also, too, when Will Chamberlain scored 100 points, he was playing against, like, five dudes who were, like, white and, like, five foot ten. <laughs> they had, like, comb-overs, and they were wearing Converse. And then all of a yeah, sudden, I... Will Chamberlain stepped on the court at seven foot one, fucking... <laughs> well, I <laughs> seen... Uh... still drunk, you know what I mean? Just throwing down hammers on everybody. Yeah, dude. I mean, I seen uh, a video of... Uh... Michael Jordan playing against the Celtics, like I think it was like in the seventies or the early eighties, and you just like it's a completely different basketball game. Like here's a guy who could probably, you know, be light years uh, ahead of his time, playing against like five, you know, four white dudes and Larry Bird. It's just like that guy wouldn't have even made it, in, you know, in today's basketball game. Larry, but, you know, Bird? You, Larry Bird was a baller, though. No, I'm not talking – yeah, Larry Bird was a baller, but you watch MJ just going against these four other white guys, and it's just like – Oh, yeah, dude. The, the people in the posters, the MJ posters, the one who are getting their fucking – MJ's nuts fucking slid across their face. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's – Posted up. MJ's through the air, just bam, crotch fucking jamming him right in the face while he slam dunks. Yeah, those guys, <laughs> no, not a chance. There's a reason why he struggled so hard in his return to the NBA. I mean, he still had it, but, like, the skill set that he had, sure, it was a little slower, but it's like, yeah, you're playing against guys who can actually play now. Yeah, (laughs) he wore the number 45 because he played like he was 45. (laughs) Yeah, it's it was bad. But anyways, so uh, Gabriel Iglesias is the world champion now. Did you hear about that? <laughs> Fat and fluffy, dude. Fat and fluffy, man. I hit him like this, and I hit him like this, and then he goes down. Dude, what? <laughs> I, I honestly think – I mean, I wasn't alive during Buster Douglas. Um, oh, dude, that is, that, that is not a bigger upset. Buster Douglas over Mike Tyson is probably like the biggest upset in all of any sports, any combat fighting – but I think if you looked at Buster Douglas, you would say that dude looks like somebody who could fuck another person up. Yeah, but not Mike Tyson. Everybody, they went in already with the Holyfield fight ready to go. They're like, all right, we just got to do this one just to get it out the way. So you think it was more of Tyson's invincibility than it was Joshua's? Because hey, let's be real, we all had questions about Joshua. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I knew Andy Ruiz was going to go in and win that fight. I was telling people, I was like, no, he's going to surprise a lot of people because they didn't know Ruiz, uh, um, you know, uh, and I hate to be somebody that 
regurgitates other words. I mean, especially when I've said this multiple times, he's an Olympian. He had over, he had 105 amateur fights, won a hundred of them. Yeah. Had but, what? 30, uh, two, no, 33 fights professionally won 32 of them. And one of those was uh, against Joseph Parker. And that wasn't like some ass whooping he took either. Yeah. Um, I, but I yeah, think, you know, one of the, there was a lot afterwards immediately talking about Joshua and about what he didn't do wrong or what took place that, you know what I mean? Affected him. Not enough was spoken about the fact that that dude showed up to win the fight in, in Ruiz, you know, Ruiz yeah. came there to fucking win. And, and if you're going to, if you're going to be a fighter, you got to show up to win every single time. Ruiz did that. You know, and so much was uh, uh, Joshua had a panic attack or got knocked out. Like, I mean, you're yeah, the panic attack came from Ruiz's fist driving well, through mean, his face and eating a taco in the other hand. It's like all of that <laughs> shit is like, I feel like if Joshua had won, none of it would have came up. You know what I mean? They would have said this was a real tough training camp, but we did what we had to do. That never would have came up. Those are excuses that came up because... He walked in there. He got fucking slapped in the face. You know what I mean? And then he had this—he had a moment where he had to decide whether he wanted to be there and or or not. And I thought that he was quitting because one of the things they don't say is he spit his mouthpiece out. Oh yeah, that's not a sign of oh I want to be here. Nah, he spit his mouthpiece out because he was looking for time. And then the other thing was the referee was giving him. I mean, he must have gave him twenty seconds. I mean, Joshua was like practically in a hammock, chilling on the, the side of like leaned back against uh, his corner. Oh, with the ropes. Yeah, yeah, he's chilling back. He's going, you want to fight, man? Are you okay? It's like, that was 20 seconds deep. They should have stopped that fight 10 seconds earlier. But because it was Joshua, they were giving him, he got every benefit of the doubt. And the, the thing is, he didn't want it that night. But what makes boxing so great is, I, I would expect to see a very hungry Joshua in the rematch. And he also landed some right hands against Ruiz. So that yeah. rematch sounds like a I, great fight to me. I think he loses the rematch. I think Ruiz walks away as a clear-cut winner. That I mean, could, that just, could be. Just the be style. Hungry. He'll just be hungry. Style. Because I remember I was watching um, – his fight at state at home depot center not that i was at home depot center but i was watching it at the gym they're playing it over and this guy just ran through the uh the guy he fought like he just went in there nice close distance just put the paws on him, sat his ass down and um i was just like and i found out you know obviously a week later you know he's like dude i'm in after jerrell miller tested positive for everything every drug like that yeah that guy was like i'm going to new york sauced i ain't going (laughs) (laughs) empty-handed imagine what a sauced baby miller would have done to joshua dang I, i don't know man joshua was not ready to fight it was obvious when he was walking out i thought in the in the lead up it was obvious that he was more interested in the storylines around what he was doing like coming to America, conquering America. Like there was all of these like storylines that were, There's that were going no, on that 
Englishmen who've ever conquered America. So I don't know what these guys were talking about. That's why they want to have that fight back in That's a little bit of my problem with watching The Zone. I feel like The Zone is such a Eurocentric version of boxing today. You know, that's they, why no they, one watches it. Man, they they try to pump up all of like Katie uh, Katie Taylor, who's an amazing fighter from Ireland. She's awesome, but she lost. She lost, but she was the hometown team in, in, inside that fight because she's you know part of like Eddie Hearn's stable of of fighters. Um, that yeah. was in the dude. That was one of the fights of the year thus far. Was uh, gosh, I wish I remembered the girl that Katie Taylor fought. Let me look this up. But I don't know if you caught that one, man. That was a barn burner. That was great. That's probably one of the best female um, boxing matches I've ever seen. That was exceptional. Uh, I I didn't get a chance to watch any of that. I caught the highlights. Pearson. It was Katie Taylor versus Delphine Pearson. Dude, that was a barn burner. Go back and watch that one, man. That might be one of the best uh, female boxing fights I've ever seen. Yeah, everyone's been telling me, uh, I'm, you know, I always get asked who has DAZN, and I don't have it. And, uh, dude, they, I, I, don't, I just don't see how I, – I think uh, pay-per-view is going to be back in the mold and everything. And the reason why a lot of people are going, oh, yeah, pay-per-view's yet. Like, Oscar De La Hoya says pay-per-view's yet. It's like, well, yeah, you put on such a – shit product nobody wants to buy it yeah you guys fucking killed it but then also too i gotta be the zone is putting together nothing but shit fights and like most of the fights that happen on the zone i feel like they're not fixed but the the winner is decided heavily like they're putting guys in there and they're like yeah um uh, i don't know let's just for example because he's golden boy let's say ryan garcia Ryan Garcia, he's going to fight this guy. He's never lost. He hasn't yeah, fought they, three years, but he's never lost before. You know, it's they, like, yeah. <laughs> they're trying they to could, find these matchups that just like make their guys look like they're the, the next they Canelo. Go, when yeah, they, they, they're not. They're not. They, they find these opponents at the local Hooters or whatever, like, you know, like the old tough man contest back in the yeah. 80s. <laughs> yeah. Who wants to fight? Yeah, they're just trying to pull people out of the crowd. And But I think that's also, too, why Ruiz spoke so much to people. Like, that was such a uh, – uh, because it was so vis- – he was so viscerally different. You know what I mean? He's like fat. But still, I mean, he was strong. I mean, you could see that he's strong. And then you have oh, yeah. Joshua, who's chiseled. He looks like a fucking Greek statue. Um, but mentally not even nearly as close. And then you Dude, match all both the... those guys up. Fuck, it's going to be a good fight. I think the rematch will be better than the first fight. I think you're right that Ruiz, after you've been, after you've hurt somebody like that, for them to like psychologically like repair themselves and come back, I think that's a lot to ask, but it's not impossible by no means. But I think Ruiz is going to kind of have the, he's going to have he's the gonna... benefit, but Joshua, yeah. I think he's going to come to go, man. I think, that we're going to see probably the best version of Joshua because he knows now he's got to prove himself. I think Joshua will be more defensive, and that'll be it. He'll try to win on style points, and that's why they're going to the U.K. with that, which I think that fight should just be in Vegas. Like, you know, they just need to stop playing around. That's just, and, and uh, Where they have the fight is going to dictate a lot, too, because Eddie Hearn is saying, without a doubt, that fight's happening in the U.K., and you got Ruiz who's saying, I want 50 mil, and that fight's going to take place in the U.S. or Mexico. Um, well, how much, how much did he get paid? He uh, got five, you... five million for the first fight, 
And he was supposedly supposed to have, I want to say it was 10 million for the second fight, which, I mean, let's be real. That's not a bad payday. You know what I mean? 5 million and then 10 million to follow it up. But what he's saying yeah. is I'm worth more now, but he also had already signed a contract that said this will for sure be the rematch will be 10 million. Oh, yeah. So he's, it, I mean, if he's you, in a tough spot here. But yeah, he's if doing you the look right at, Yeah, if you look at, I mean, the guaranteed purses for even Canelo is only like 15 mil. Oh, uh, really? And he gets the well, yeah, the those, pay-per-view. Those, those Triple G uh, fights, like I know the second one, his guaranteed purse was 15 mil. And obviously he walked away with way more, you know, after pay-per-view ticket sales and uh, merchandise and all that. I mean, it, it, what a lot of people don't know, I think, is just, there's a lot of back-end money that comes in. Yeah. And everybody wants to be Floyd Mayweather now because obviously it's the first you know, hundred million guy, really. I mean, who else is making that dough? But um Yeah, I mean ten mil and you believe check this out too. So uh uh a year ago Ruiz was offered to fight Joshua before for um I think it was twenty thousand. No joke. Twenty thousand dollars to fight Joshua. And they're like, yeah, no, we'll we'll wait on that because I think he's a PBC boxer, isn't he? I don't know if he is. He might be. I think not, he's a I'm PBC guy. I, I did hear that though that he had turned down and like, good, what a move for him. I mean, you want to talk about like financial decisions that change your life? That one right there was. <laughs> that's the biggest financial decision I've heard in a long time. That's like, can you imagine? He would have made like, what'd you say, twenty grand, twenty thousand. Yeah, 20, 20 grand. See, I mean, that's like, you can't even buy a new fucking car with that shit. And now he's got 5 million and bargaining chips to say he wants more. You know, and, and I'm looking at the purse for Canelo Triple G2. It looks like they both took a guaranteed home 5 million before, you know, all pay-per-views were chopped up and whatnot. But that's essentially what, that's what Ruiz got for the first fight. He'll get double that for the second fight. Shit, that's not a bad deal. Yeah, and speaking of uh, Canelo Triple G, how about Oscar De La Hoya, the most greedy son of a bitch in boxing? Like, how are you going to hold out on us? He said, "Good, hey, great job. Fight a, uh, fight a real fighter, and then we'll get a belt and we'll talk. It's like, no, motherfucker. Like, we want to see this fight now when he's not 45. They're <laughs> waiting on I think they know the more they wait for Triple G, the better it's, it's in Canelo's favor. Oh, you know? it totally is because the older, uh, the longer it happens, the older he gets. I mean, he's what, 30, how old is he? 37? 37, I think, yeah. Yeah, he's well, 37. And, They're going to wait till he's see, like 40. That's what they want, probably. How, how did you see the uh, the Triple G versus uh, Rolls fight? Um, I caught the highlights of it, so I didn't, you know, I know there's new movements in Triple G's game. Yeah. Because um, you remember, look, I, I just don't have the zone. It's, it's not that attractive to me. It's, yeah. I'm not European, you know. <laughs> That's just, uh, I'm waiting on HBO to come back. Me too, man. What the fuck? <laughs> HBO will be back because there's going to be this product that everyone's paying monthly for. It's so crappy. It's so second rate. There's a reason why pay-per-view died because, like I said, the promoters killed it. Um, you know, I'll be honest with you firsthand. Oscar De La Hoya helped 
kill pay-per-view. Not because of him as a fighter, but because him as a promoter. Um, you know, when you decide to try to play that game and make us wait on uh, uh, Triple G Canelo for so long, then you try to almost make us wait for it twice. Then it finally happens. And then you go around saying after you got your boys, you know, like uh, uh, Ryan Garcia signed after the, the Triple G fight happens and you get Canelo signed with, what, 320 mil or something like that, 350 mil? Yeah, some insane. And, yeah, some, some obscene amount of money, which he deserves. Um, but you, you get your boys signed to that money. Then you start talking about, oh, pay-per-view's dead and everything like that. It's like, how is it dead when it's something that's so available and so ready to people? Um, and, and it's like you can't be, like, talking about other people's product, too. Like the, That was something that kind of annoyed me. He was talking about other people's product, but it's like, dude, how many of your fighters were like fighting trash? You know, I mean, you remember that card that uh, when we went to that Bernard Hopkins card at uh, the forum? Yeah, I mean, there was there was a fat dude from Mexico who rolled his ankle in the fight. It, it, I think it lasted like a couple seconds. I remember he that. Moved in his belly went one way. I don't remember who that it, was. Yeah, it was, there was, it was one of the fights prelim fights. And this guy was fighting somebody he clearly didn't belong in. He looked like Andy Ruiz, dude. Like he, right. was, <laughs> he was like the 160-pound-looking Andy Ruiz. Rolled, turned one way, rolled his ankle, and everyone's like, what the fuck is that? He, he so, looked like he had Ruiz's body and Joshua's mindset. <laughs> yeah, not even that, dude. But it, it was just terrible. Um, so it's like, you know, when, when you're the, at the, the leader of the pack and having a crap product, I mean, yeah, you give us Canelo, but who, who's Brian Garcia fighting? I don't care. Ain't nobody yeah. good. They've it, been well, doing nobody that for special. a while, man. They've been doing that for a while. And I think that that, oh, man, it, there's something deeper to that about this idea of like being undefeated, you know, and if you're undefeated, you're like the prized possession of boxing and Mayweather like perpetuated it but it belonged before it was like sugar ray you know there's a lot of guys that that oh you know what i mean they get so obsessed with it that they forget that we want to see fucking fights you know what i mean yeah we want to see you test yourself and that's one of the reasons why i think mma has done so much better than boxing recently is they've understood the fact of like somebody like donald cerrone he's got losses he just lost the other night in loss i would like to see him fight again because that's how good he performs he performed to the point that was like, you know, when Donald Cerrone fights, it's going to be entertaining. It's going to be something that you're going to have to watch. And boxing forgot that shit. You know, they had their oh, bodies, it- they had their wards, but now it's like those guys, they, they don't promote those ones. They promote the guys yeah. who are supposed to be like seen as, as perfect. And the truth is that nobody's perfect, you know? Yeah. Because I, I he, how many guys do they have to keep away from to keep them? totally like even with mayweather like and let's be real mayweather defensively is probably the best boxer that ever lived right but at the same time why did he try to fight anybody who was two weight classes higher than him like manny pacquiao fought i mean i understand that's a huge disadvantage and that's why you do it because you try to take that on mikey garcia fought earl spence 
I mean, he got his ass kicked, but I have nothing but respect for Mikey Garcia taking that. Now you want to watch Mikey Garcia even more. Yeah, that's what we want to see people who are willing to put that shit on the line, not people who are willing to like stand outside and shoot a jab and tell you, you know, the fucking judges just give it to you. Like, I mean, that was, and also too, admittedly, I paid for pay-per-view to watch Mayweather to see him lose several times. But that style of fighting, I would fall asleep by the sixth and the seventh. You know what I mean? It was like I paid money and I would just fall asleep because this shit is so damn boring. <laughs> it's like give, put some. We need some entertaining fights, you know. Yeah. And boxing yeah. got so obsessed with the promotion side that they forgot to put on fights. You know. Yeah, they're trying to make uh, Canelo Mayweather, and everybody's just. It's that fight is so fresh in our head still. If you're old enough, um, that Mayweather fight, and it's like, yeah, you'll never be Mayweather, man. Just fight well, Triple G. Just give us what we want. Fight now it's a closer fight now, honestly. And when when they made that fight the first time, I did I did not think Canelo had a chance. I didn't think he had a chance because I knew that Canelo is not like a pressure fighter. He likes to press in, but he's a counter puncher. You know what I mean? And yeah. He essentially does a Mexican version of what Mayweather has perfected. And so why, putting him against Mayweather is like saying, like, you know, we're going to put uh, fucking Jordan versus a semi kind of close version of Jordan, but not the actual thing. He was like, yeah. there's no way, dude. You're not doing yeah. that dude up. You know, so like that was such an easy fight. Now it'd probably be better because Mayweather's starting to like get a little older. He's, you know, he's reflexed. First of all, I'm tired of seeing Mayweather in the headlines for any kind of fights. That guy's so old. I mean, I, you get, I'm getting like Conor McGregor, man. I'm mixing him up with Senior at this point. <laughs> you know? it's, like, it's like that old ass is picking on little Japanese boys and risen. And... Yeah, man. He's fighting everybody who will bring a paycheck. You bring a paycheck and he'll whoop your ass. <laughs> line him up sign yeah. up cash in like, get that ass like circus. it's almost like circus they, they really, really wanted to make that that manny pacquiao mayweather fight which is i mean that's probably the only fight with mayweather that would even be semi-interesting i don't want to watch it well i mean but you don't want to watch it but if it was on would you watch that shit i probably would if i'm not paying if I'm Hell not yeah, I'm there. <laughs> I'll show up with a case of beer. That's bad. <laughs> uh, what do you think about Pacquiao versus Thurman? Um, I, oh, man, it breaks my heart because I think Thurman's going to stop him by the seventh. Oh, really? Yeah. I just, like, uh, Thurman's just such a, just that new guard coming in. I, I think Pacquiao's kind of, ran his race it's the end uh, you know i i hate to say it because he's such a motherfucker but um dude like he's got uh what's he really gonna do to thurman i think he's gonna fucking hit him with a thousand punches <laughs> i think he's gonna hit him with a thousand fucking pop 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 pop, pop just i mean yeah it's gonna take keith 100 time thurman a few punches to get in but He's just so much bigger. Yeah, I called him 100 times. Because you know what? After he, stopped, after he started fighting in the upper echelon of boxing, he stopped being one time. Let's be honest. Um, yeah, for sure. Well, the other thing is he's got zero jab. Like, his jab is non-existent. 
So that's I think that actually Manny has a decent chance in the fact that he's such a good distance fighter. And, and Thurman does not use his jab at all. Like Manny, from, coming from that southpaw side, he could probably dictate the pace of the fight a little bit more. I mean, I would not be shocked to see Manny win this one and then bite off way too much with somebody like Bud Davis. You know what I mean? Well, oh, Bud Crawford, my bad. You know, Bud, Bud Davis? Bud Davis. You just no, made Bud. up a guy? <laughs> Is he next to you? Is he right next to you, Bud Davis? <laughs> That's what fucking Anthony Davis and Bud Crawford uh, my, together. <laughs> my boy, Bud Davis. Fighting for- the... The lightweight, six foot ten, Bud Davis. <laughs> this is for Snubby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I I could see him then trying to take on like a Bud Crawford and then just getting smoked because Bud Crawford uh, can fight. I just I just think Thurman's too big. But I, I mean, but then what again, what, what I is mean, that he fights like two weeks out or what? I think it's a week out. Let me look at this. Oh, it's coming up. Oh, oh, we got Fury tonight too, right? Fury versus uh, Tom Schwartz. Uh, on ESPN, the Ocho. <laughs> I, I'm a little bit shocked with um, Fury in the lead up to this. Is like he's really kind of like strutting his stuff. He looks like he's trying to do like a bigger version of uh, Conor McGregor. Well, he's always been that guy. It's just now the internet's more prevalent. There's a lot more around his story. Um, he's, there's just more media around him this time around. But he's always been this guy. Hmm. He's always been that big troll. But he actually comes back with uh, – uh, he, he, come, he comes out to actually fight. Like, he can actually fight. Okay, so Pacquiao and Thurman is on July 20th. Okay, so we still got a few weeks for that one. Yeah, I'm. You know, I stopped being excited about that now. <laughs> <laughs> That's bullshit. And it's gonna be on. When's it gonna be? What, what is it gonna be on? It's an ESPN fight, isn't it? Uh it's gonna be on ESPN. The Ocho. Something like that. Let's see. Yes, I don't even Definitely call it ESPN Plus. I don't know. I don't see the who's carrying the fight. Oh, it says Fox, Fox Sports One pay per view. It's free. No, it's free. Oh, really? It says Fox yeah. July on pay per view. Fox pay per view from Bad Left Hook. I'm looking at them. Bad Left Hook. It says free to air Fox. Oh no, shit! Fox Sports One. Hey, dude, if it's free, then I'm definitely watching for sure. Yeah, I'm turning it on. Let's see the undercard. Um, Caleb Plant, champion versus Mike Lee. Not sure. Welterweight, Sergey Lipnitz versus John Molina. John Molina's a good fighter. Damn, dude, this is kind of a – that's a hairy-looking undercard there. Yeah, it's – I mean, the only yeah, name John I – John Molina is the only uh, – Yeah, that's the only name I recognize there. John John. This guy's old, too, isn't he? Let's see what is he? John is. Yeah, he's uh, been around. What, dude, John John Molina, legit, it's 54 years old. I'm not even making that up. Jesus. Fucking, the only fighter we know from the undercard is 54 years old. He boxed at the 1984 Los Angeles Olympic Games for Puerto Rico. 
So he boxed at the Olympic Games at Mike Tyson couldn't. That's how old this guy is. He was practically at the first Olympic Games. Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? And who's, who's he fighting? Let's see this shit. The Sergey Lipnitz. Let's see. They're putting him in this with some Russian monster. This motherfucker's thirty. <laughs> this is 30. Justin Bieber versus Tom Cruise. Oh, he's from Kazakhstan <laughs> too, dude. He's from Kazakhstan. He's from uh, fucking Borat's home country. Yeah, Borat dude, this is Triple G. This is this is this is Tom Cruise versus Justin Bieber. Hey, this uh, Lip Lipnitz guy is no joke. He's his record. His I... only loss is Mikey Garcia. And he's gonna go fight John John Molina, who beat Lamont Peterson too. Lamont was uh, pretty fucking good. I think this is the fight Lamont might have quit in, and then he retired afterwards. So. But yeah, um, John Molina fought. Uh... Sugar Ray Robinson, dude. Come on. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Boxed his ass off, though. He won the round. Didn't throw a punch. Like Willie Pep. Yeah. <laughs> didn't even have to throw a punch. Dude, they didn't even have uh, foam cushioning in gloves back when John Molina first started boxing. It was those old leather with nothing but horsehair gloves. <laughs> There's this, uh, there's a guy who goes into the gym that I work out now here in Boston. He's got like that real thick Boston accent and he has all this old gear, dude, that must've come from like legit late seventies, early eighties. He's got gloves and the thumbs aren't attached. They're like open, like lobster, like they're those lobster hands. Those gloves. old lobster claw ones? Yeah, dude. He's Jeez. got the fucking lobster claws, and, but he can hit the shit out of the speed bag. Like, like you wouldn't believe <laughs> Most of those guys, all they that's all they can do. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, okay, let's see, what, let's see what else is going on. So we got Fury probably winning tonight. Yeah. Like oh, did you uh, – so did you catch any of that hockey game? Dude, I didn't. You know, I was at the gym late that night, but I, everybody was, like, depressed over here in Boston the next day. They were, dude, like, Dude, those crying. savages in St. Louis were trying to push over the uh, – What's it? What's that uh thing in St. Louis? That giant silver? Oh, the arch. Yeah, they were trying to push over the arch. That's how drunk those assholes were. Dude, I've been in that thing before. That thing is shady as shit. Yeah, these people were trying to push it over. <laughs> like they thought they were. <laughs> Imagine being so drunk. You walk up, you're like, "We're gonna push this thing over." Good for St. Louis, though, man, because they lost the Rams, so they essentially majority of the teas that they had. <laughs> now they got all oh, pretty damn good too, but you know what I take that Cardinals always beat the Dodgers in the playoffs, so fuck St. Louis. Yeah, I'm not big on St. Louis. Uh, well, they got a championship. That was a good series though, man. That was some good hockey. Yeah, it, it was enjoyable to watch. Hockey. Oh, switching back gears back to the fight game, so uh did you watch uh, Henry Cejudo get his ass kicked and then call himself Triple C after he, I mean, he put a beat down on Marlon Marais? Man, that was a good fight. I was watching that on ESPN, the Ocho. Great. My thing with, with Cejudo, though, is that second fight with DJ, I'm still convinced he lost that fight. No, I thought he won that, you son of a bitch. 
I thought he lost. I thought DJ won the second fight. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what you saw. I saw uh, Cejudo just put it on him, dude. Really? Man, yeah. DJ to me is still the best. I think. And and that uh, those smaller weights, DJ is like I've never seen anybody do the shit that he does. I mean, I don't know. I just think that Cejudo is the baddest guy now. I mean, he even beat up a doped up TJ Dillashaw. Did you see TJ Dillashaw went on Cheltonin's uh, uh, show last night? I only used it once. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. On, like no one just jumps to EPO. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> that's not that's the gateway drug. Yeah, that's an injectable. That's an injectable drug. You know, I and I, I wonder what the benefit of using it once would even do. You know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> Yeah, it's it had to have been in there, especially to you know, when you got such a small detection window uh, window of detection. Yeah, he was definitely shooting that stuff up. There's no question. It hurts his legacy big time, man. It hurts oh yeah, dude. Time. I don't even think of him as the same fighter. I mean, if you look at his body, though, the whole time, his entire career—I wouldn't say his entire career, but most of his UFC career. Yeah. It's just something unnatural about it. I mean, he had veins popping out through his midsection and his chest. That's not natural. Yeah. That's a steroid body. It's going to be interesting to see what happens from uh, from here on out. Because when he comes back, I mean, he really does have a chance to redeem himself. And that's kind of what's great about fighting, too. Like like with Joshua, he lost. But now he's got this amazing – if Joshua comes back, and just looks extremely dominant and just destroys Ruiz. I don't think that would happen, but let's just say it does. All of a sudden, he's back to being a player in there, and now we're going, oh, this kid's got some fucking cojones. You know what I mean? He, he well, wants I think, to fucking be here. I think regardless, he uh, he looks like he's a big player in that who's the best conversation because, I mean, do I think he can beat Wilder or Tyson Fury? No, but, I mean, we don't know because they haven't fought yet. And the I, thing I think is, everybody wants him though. They want to fight. Everybody's gonna be licking their chops to get to Joshua. Yeah, because I just don't really know how good he is. Well, I know how good he is now, but where is he at as far as this echelon goes now? Because realistically, I mean, none of these cats want to fight each other, so it's kind of annoying. Yeah, you got Deontay Wilder, like, oh yeah, uh, Tyson Fury's happening. 2020 it's like yeah so uh you guys don't want to fight because if you did it should be happening you know by now already there just needs to be somebody that takes over boxing the way the ufc's done mma i totally agree i mean there's like something kind of detestable also too about the ufc who controls shit like for instance ferguson not getting the fight with habib I get that Poirier has the belt, but let's be real. We all know that the fight is between Ferguson and Habib. Yeah, and, and the but the problem is though is like um, his injuries. I think he just has a bad hand at what time you know the timing of everything. You know, if um, I, I just think all of his injuries have come at a bad time. I think he totally beats. Um, Tierra Masu takes it to that uh, Dagestanian 
badass, and I think he beats him off his back, but I just don't uh, – and I, I wish Tony was the guy to have the fight, but the reality is I've kind of looked at it in hindsight is his healthy times have never lined up properly, you know. To meet up with Habib. I think um, the thing that Ferguson brings to the picture that other people don't is – his ability to strike people at close distance and cause so much damage, such as the cuts. I think that he, that, that's what's going to fuck with Habib is when he's bleeding all over the place. Yeah, um, it, it, and his wrestling Habib, ability. Dude, Habib might just plow right through that too. Let's be real. I mean, just seeing that guy fight, so far nothing has really slowed him down. Uh, my, my estimate is that that dude is like a fucking anaconda. You know what I mean? The only thing that could beat an anaconda is a fucking porcupine. And Ferguson is like throwing some 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 shots in nice and tight and close, like those Wing Chun elbows he throws, where he could fucking slice Habib up. And now all of a sudden you have a, a maybe they, they could even have a doctor stoppage. I mean, Cerrone's nose, dude, that was one of the worst breaks I've ever seen. I don't know why nobody's saying that shit. His nose was completely flattened completely flattened but not just that he had a uh a broken orbital dude he broke his nose and yes he blew i've also too have you ever seen anybody i've seen it before where somebody blows their nose and like stuffs them up i've never seen anybody's eye inflate like that like, oh that yeah but that's the reason why you incredible. don't do that that was and out of cerrone too a veteran i mean he's got so many fights and for him not to know that but also too how many times has he been getting his ass kicked like that I mean, when Ferguson puts the heat on you, he puts the heat on you, you know. Uh, he puts the paws on you. Put the you know, paws on him. After everything that took place with him, it seems like he went from being somebody who kind of understand to being a fan favorite now. And, and that oh, makes, yeah. And that makes him so much more powerful because the UFC, I get the feeling that the UFC kind of doesn't want to fuck with Ferguson because he's a little bit confusing. He's a little bit of an oddball. He doesn't really like – he, or he, or I shouldn't say doesn't, but had previously not kind of connected with the type of fan base that's like, you know, really pumping money in, like the McGregor type of like, you know, like phenomena. He hasn't really done that. But well, the McGregor phenomenon is only pumped in a bunch of just assholes thinking they can fight. Oh, for um, sure, for sure. But those assholes <laughs> bring money, and that's what the UFC wants. They I mean, want they also, money. those kind of people also pay for private training so i can't be too mad but that's right dude i i, I would <laughs> love to see mcgregor versus ferguson that'd be a fantastic fight for probably oh, more so for ferguson but i just want to see now, mcgregor I quit i don't see who mcgregor fights at this point i think he's starting to get somewhat limited you know because he has this i think like, he needs to stop it's probably his best bet is to, just to call it a day because I don't see him beating Habib. If he fights Habib a hundred times, I think he loses a hundred times. Yeah, dude. I don't even think they would make it a hundred times. Well, I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I don't think he wants to run it back now. He says, like, okay, we let's do this rematch, and then Habib kind of taunted him and said, like, you told me not to kill you. Yeah, he said, please don't kill me. Yeah, I mean. That of all the bullshit that Connor said, that's probably the best of all of the things that were said between both of them. It's like, you said, don't kill me. You begged for me not to kill you. And that's fucking yeah. true. Because if that fight was in the street, oh, dude, and there was nobody around, and it was just for, like, actual pride, that McGregor would have been dead. I mean, Habib yeah. would have snapped his fucking jaw in half, 
And then he would have just kept on going, you know. And then he goes off to whoop Dylan Janice's ass. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was that was legit. I mean, talk about he, the most annoying guy in MMA ever. He, he performed Colby well with, uh, Covington. Forget Ben Askren. Forget a lot of other people. I think Dylan Janice is the most annoying character. I mean, the dude looks like such a dork. And then he's, he's won, running around. Bro. He's been winning, right? What's he won record, one. Right? He had one. He's one and zero. Oh. oh, is he really? Okay, I thought he had. Yeah, nice come, get out of here! I mean, this guy got tooled with, but like he tried talking a bunch of crap to uh, who was it? Um, uh, who was that? Uh, why am I having such a brain fart? Guy that fought GSP. He's, he's got two wins. He just season. fought June fourteenth. I didn't even. I don't care. Okay, he two on the McDonald's no. versus Gracie card. Max oh, Andrews. so it I mean, just he's happened. A serious, he's a serious jiu-jitsu player. I he's mean, a he serious jiu-jitsu guy, but he's such a dork. Yeah, like, he's kind of a dude. Quit, he's, he's very McGregor-esque, but not as a real... Like, oh, he wasn't even... I don't even think he was like that before. And then he gets around... And, did you see he took two belts that weren't even his off oh, the really? Bellator thing and started wearing them and was uh, taking pictures and everything at their media day. Oh, shit, yeah. It's, kind it's of like, dude, come up with something. To, do something your own. Do something on your own. You know, win some real fights. Not, you know, some of these guys that they're finding at the, the local Buffalo Wild Wings for, your, for the Tough Man contest. Yeah. I mean, the guy looks like a dork, and he's all over here like, uh, I, I think I seen one of the things where they were like, "Oh, uh, yeah, you know, I'm really into fashion." He take like they're following him going shopping in New York, and he's just picking up shoes, looking at them. He's like, "Yeah, I look pretty good in anything." And it's like, dude, you can't afford half that shit. Then get out of there. <laughs> That's what it's like. Of, it's another thing that kind of pisses me off about the zone. Like in the lead up to the fight, they're like, "Okay, we're gonna go shopping with Canelo." Like, why do I give a fuck about what Canelo is buying? Like, I don't give a shit about Canelo's sneakers. You remember you know the I mean? HBO 24-7 was about what they're doing to train? Yes, dude. What happened? Their lifestyles. Like, I don't care what they're going to go freaking buy if I want to. Dude, I don't care about Canelo, what type of underwear he likes or any of that bullshit. Like, I don't want to know about that. You know, I want to you know who- train. I want to see you fight. You know what it is? It's all these younger guys who are like 18, 19 years old. <laughs> Those are the guys that actually want to see that stuff. Like, oh, I want to wear the same underwear Canelo wears. Yeah. What does he wear? It's crazy, <laughs> man. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's not interesting to me at all in the actual fight game. So, But, but we'll see. Um, dude, on the, on the Bellator card, too, uh, that would happen uh, last night, um, Aaron Pico lost again. Got knocked oh, out. Dude. Flying Broke knee. my heart. Flying Broke my heart. Knee. I mean, now he's four and three. You got to think he came into MMA as probably one of the biggest prospects ever. Freddie, oh, Rich, was, you know, totally same wrestling background. The, the thing is, too, is he could still fight. I mean, he looks like he's really powerful, but he I, just wasn't like he built up right. He doesn't know when to to back out and when to like to mix it up. Like last night, I, did you, I don't know if you watched the fight, but he did not mix it up at all. He was trying to 100% wrestle. You know what I mean? Like he got knocked out in his last fight, boxing. 
And it seemed like then he was just going to go like, okay, fuck it. I'm not going to box. He got knocked out boxing with the wrong guy, you know. I, I, and he, he, he looks so good too against, uh, who was it? Uh, uh, Francisco Rivera or, uh, no, it was, uh, who did he fight? It was, I forget that cat's name, but, but it was, it was a serious a dude. And he was winning and he was winning the fight until he got knocked out. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I think he could have boxed in this fight, but just judging from what I saw, he went for that double leg when homeboy, uh, Adam Borks went up in the air. It's like, ah. Uh, why? I mean, I could see why. You're probably thinking you're going to catch a, a a little bit of it if you get a little bit closer to it and grab a leg and probably slam him down. But um, you know what? Adam Borks actually kind of surprised me in how good he is just because I've seen Adam Borks fight before. Yeah. And I wasn't too impressed because it was against uh, one of my buddies, uh, my friend Anthony. And, you know, it's I used to tool around anthony at the body shop so it's you know i was like oh yeah you went and whooped on this guy so impressive you know (laughs) it was just like not it wasn't great so i kind of figured um pico was gonna handle borgs with ease but um he just went up and flew and threw that knee to his dome piece and put him to sleep i was like jesus christ yeah, and mad respect to that dude because he was getting grinded on. I mean, he was getting taken down, taken down, and you could just see, like, he was not willing to, like, back his, his will up. You know what I mean? Like, he was still just, like, staying confident and then waiting for his moment. And then when it came, man, flying knee right to the dome. Dude, it is crazy. But I, I think um, I think they need to give Pico better fights. They need to build him a couple um they they need to give him a couple build up fights, couple get your confidence ready, and then yeah. climb accordingly. And, and then you know who else there? Uh, who I think a lot of uh, Bellator, well, just a lot of fight fans are sleeping on. Um, and you know we're we both we're both friends with him. Uh, AJ. AJ's so underrated. So, like, I think he's very relatively kind of unknown. Yeah, AJ. Nobody, is, nobody talks about that guy, dude. Dude, AJ's on another level. I mean, but that dude is, he's going to have his moment, though. I feel confident that he will. He's, that dude's a serious fighter. I, I, the problem is, everyone, you know, by the time he actually gets a big fight, a big one that matters, everyone's going to kind of, like, once he wins it, everyone's going to kind of, brush it off as it's some fluke or something and then it's gonna you know he's gonna have to get it because i think he'll take that pitbull guy and just rearrange his face yeah that's what, a, does he have a fight scheduled right now not right now mm. i i don't know what he i have to text him i have to see what he wants to uh what he's trying to do um and actually we'd be able to get him on this podcast so do that uh, shit. Yeah, I mean, we, 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 I, 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 I gotta text him, see what's going on because it seems like there's something going on. He was having a back and forth with Pitbull before he uh, beat uh, Michael Chandler, but of course, Michael Chandler's got to get some get back because Michael Chandler put homeboy to sleep, <laughs> and then Pitbull came back and got his own little thing. So there's a trilogy fighting that. Um. 
Yeah, dude. A lot of shit's just going off. It's popping off. Um, it's a good time to be a fight fan. Hell yeah. I mean, I don't even want to watch football right now, to be honest with you. I'm, I mean, I'm excited to, for football to come back, but there's nothing really exciting going on. Yeah. Oh, dude. It's off season. Yeah, it's off season. We'll, we'll have some shit to talk about in the preseason. For sure. It's coming soon. Oh, dude. So when 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 are you coming back to California? I'm not sure. I don't have anything scheduled yet. I'll, I'll let you know before I go. But I'm thinking I'd probably go out there. I'm not sure. Maybe late July, August, maybe. But I'm not positive yet. Kind of depends on my uh, my work schedule. But we'll, I'll figure it out. All right. All right. Dude. And uh, let's see. What else is going on out there? There's got to be something going on. I know Tiger Woods was had something better to do than actually play golf, apparently. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, he got the Masters, dude. He should just hang it up and call it a day. Shit. I know, dude. Dodger game's going on right now. Dude, Dodgers can't play against the freaking uh, – uh, they can't play against the Angels to save their ass. Dodgers always have those teams that they struggle against, for sure. Like, Padres, I feel for some reason, they always fucking struggle against the Padres. Padres could be the worst team in baseball they'll always struggle against. (laughs) Yeah. And then, uh, let's see. Let's look at this. I'd bring up soccer, but I know know what you're going to say already if I bring up soccer. Huh, gay? (laughs) Uh, that's funny. Well, the women's team whooped on the ties, and then yeah, everyone's was crying like about that. Fifteen to one or some shit. I was like, dude, At the, there is some point where you could say, like, okay, we're up by enough goals that we don't have. No, to stop it, stop it. Fifteen to one, just rain. You got to show how much better our country is than yours. <laughs> the score of a WNBA game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um. Dude, yeah. I mean, you get all those points matter. Somebody brought up, yeah, Sweden has like, I didn't even know Sweden was in this. I don't know any of the teams in this other than uh, the USA. I mean, so are you I don't want USA to win then. I'm assuming I'm, I'm picking USA to win. I'm with you. You know, I'm an American citizen, true American. <laughs> you know, right, man. Well, dude, we. Should we wrap this one up and then come back uh, hot next week? Dude, we could probably be on. I mean, I'd like to do something during the week, actually, if it's possible. Okay. My Bluetooth is about to, to, to die out right now on me. But um, you, what day do you want to do it? Um, I don't know. I mean, anywhere between Monday and Friday kind of work out for me. Okay. Um, maybe Thursday might be best. Okay. Because that way we can get some more news going on. I'll hit you up with some stories before. That way when we get in, we can kind of queue up uh, what we're going to talk about. Yeah. And uh, so let's recap a little bit, though. I'm, um, the kid from up is the world champ. Um <laughs> 
St. Louis Blues. Sponsored by Snickers, dude. How badass is that? Um, what else we got? OJ Simpson on Twitter, so go follow him. The Jews um, don't tweet. Yeah. The dude, he's killing the game over there. <laughs> um, other than that, that's all we got. Um, yeah, dude, it was good uh, having you on the show. Finally, now that we know how to do it. And you, you remember how uh, before we were only re- able to record for like an hour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take a look at that time ticker. That's nice. I saw that. I was worried. I was looking at the clock going like, are we going get, to get cut off here? <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. This is awesome. Nice. All right, dude. Um, so thanks to everyone. Listen to the uh, Sports Buddy podcast. It's, uh, you know, all five of you uh two internationally uh, those are inaccurate statistics by the way um did you know we have people listening to us internationally no i had no clue where are they from um well as soon as i log off i could figure it out but it's supposed to be like iceland or something like that or shout out to iceland what's up iceland i don't i don't even know I, that could be totally wrong but we have well, people listening to us to us shout out in to where Europe. You if you're not from the u.s Shout out to Europe, even though DAZN is totally bullshit. It's the lamest thing ever, but everyone's like, fuck you now. We're not going to listen to you. So we just lost three of our five listeners. Sign up on our our European fans there. If you're overseas listening to us, shout out to you. Yep. Our country's better than yours. Even if, <laughs> and and people are signing off. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Keep listening to us. All right. Later. All right, brother. Take care. I'll talk to you uh, soon. You too, brother. Bye.